with Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. Recounts have been scheduled concerning the recent West Fork School District bond issue election that was held on November 7th. The recounts were requested by the school district. The issue received a majority of yes votes, but for bond issues, they need 60% approval to pass, and the West Fork issue missed it by less than 10 votes. The first recount will be held in Cerro Gordo County beginning this afternoon at 1 o'clock. The other recount will be held in Franklin County beginning tomorrow morning at 9.30. Each recount will be overseen by a three-person panel. The first decision they will have to make is to either recount the votes by hand or by a machine. Last week, the Iowa Falls School Board approved an agreement to install air conditioning in the district's three buildings that currently do not have it. The Iowa Falls Board last week approved a different agreement to move forward with a construction project that includes a safe and secure entrance to the high school, a new wrestling room, repurposing the current wrestling room into locker rooms, and some other minor renovations. These projects will be funded by a borrowing against Future Save or Secure and Advanced Vision for Education dollars, will not increase property taxes nor require a community vote. In other business, the Iowa Falls School Board approved offering an early retirement plan for teachers. The Franklin County Board of Supervisors yesterday rescinded an earlier resolution passed by the board concerning Franklin County Library Service funding. The board then approved a new resolution yesterday which changes how the funding will be distributed in the future. The libraries will now review, record by motion, and record by vote the disbursement amounts on an annual basis coming from Franklin County at the time a funding request is made. The supervisors will then consider the funding request. Most recently, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors made those funding decisions. Now it will be up to the libraries to decide amongst themselves. The vote to adopt the new resolution was 2-1. to one. The supervisors Gary McVicker and Chris Van Ness voting yes, while Supervisor Dick Lukensweyer uh, voted a no. The North Iowa Area Council of Governments planner John Robbins and the Floyd County Board of Supervisors is set November 28th at 1 p.m., as a date and time for an educational workshop session regarding the proposed amendments to the county ordinance pertaining to utility-scale wind and battery storage projects. This will be a joint meeting of the Floyd County Board of Supervisors and the Floyd County Zoning Commission. The meeting will be held at the courthouse in Charles City. Today, the Butler County Board of Supervisors will receive the annual report from the Butler County Conservation Board and will receive an update from the county engineer the Butler County Board of Supervisors meet today 9 a.m. at the courthouse in Allison. The Department of Management Division of Information Technology, formerly the Office of the Chief Information Officer, is requesting public comment on the State of Iowa Broadband Equity Access and Deployment, or BEAD, initial proposal plan. The initial proposal encompasses Iowa's proposed implementation of over $415 million of broadband infrastructure funding made possible through the Investment Infrastructure and Jobs Act. This proposal will result in a future broadband grant opportunity within Iowa targeting unserved and underserved locations. Public comments may be submitted until 11.59 p.m. on Friday, December 15th by going to comment.iowa.gov. Again, that's comment.iowa.gov. 
Governor Kim Reynolds is preparing her list of priority issues for the 2024 Iowa legislature, and it includes a tax plan. A year ago, Reynolds said her goal was to completely eliminate the state income tax by early 2027. Reynolds told reporters she's meeting with legislators and business leaders and her staff and is analyzing a variety of data points, but the governor's not ready to reveal those details. We're visiting with uh, the respective parties that we need to, and just most importantly, economists, and making sure that we are in a good in a good place to be able to sustain it. The Iowa Taxpayer Relief Fund currently has a more than $2.7 billion balance of taxes that were paid to the state but not spent. The state surplus is approaching $2 billion on top of that. The fact of the matter is we're sitting on uh, a pretty pretty good surplus and um, we, you know, the Taxpayer Trust Fund especially is designated to really help reduce the tax burden on Iowans. And so we're, we've got money there and we're going to turn it back to Iowans and we need to be more competitive. Democrats in the legislature say state tax cuts should be targeted to low and middle income Iowans. Fairway Stores Incorporated plans to relocate the existing Eldora Fairway Store to a new location across the street from the current store at the southeast corner of Edgington Avenue and 14th Street. The new construction will provide for about a 10,600-square-foot store. Site work and demolition is set to start in early 2024 with a projected open date in 2025. Fairway has had a store in Eldora since 1982. Fairway also has locations in Hampton, Iowa Falls, Belmont, Waverly, Charles City, Mason City, and Clear Lake in the broadcast area. A free Thanksgiving dinner is being served Thursday from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Youth for Christ building in Hampton. A reminder that takeout meals will not be available this year. You're asked to RSVP by tomorrow by calling 641-425-1982. Again, 425-1982, and walk-ins will be welcome. Corn harvested for grain reached 97% statewide on pace with last year, but 10 days ahead of the five-year average. Farmers in south-central Iowa still have over 10% of their corn crop remaining to be harvested. This information is from this week's Iowa Crop Report from the USDA. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Samantha Cummings, a member of the Parkersburg Jolly Jamboree Committee, who will be discussing an upcoming event for the community on December 2nd. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Rainfall totals around the area in the past 24 hours. You can find the rainfall amounts by going online to RadioOnTheGo.com, looking under the Weather tab. Alexander and Charles City each picked up five one-hundredths of an inch of rain. Marshalltown, six one-hundredths. Mason City, four one-hundredths of an inch. Waterloo, five one-hundredths. And in Hampton at our studios, two one-hundredths of an inch of rain falling in the past 24 hours. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 46 and the low of 35. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.